irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, November 12th. As we move towards Thanksgiving, mm. and you're going to go out of town for a few days, I envy you because I would like to do that too. Oh, yes. But I don't have anywhere to go, so I'm staying right here. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I'm super excited to get away for a few days. It's snowing back east today. so. Oh, it is? Yeah. Wow. I'm a little sad I'm missing that, but yeah. at the same time. I'm I know. I know. So in New York, too, it's, it's snowing today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. And we get the same fucking weather here every day. I've had it. Every day. It almost feels like the twilight zone sometimes. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. I grew up, I grew up in New York. Today. And I don't miss the snow at all. Yeah. Right. Not at all. Okay. It's more of an energy, I feel like. Yeah. You're hearing a third voice here, folks. And uh, we're joined today by a good friend named uh, Scotty Schwartz. And uh, Scotty has one claim for fame. <laughs> to fame. <laughs> What claim to fame? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I did a couple, of, did a couple movies. I, I did, did some fun of, stuff, you know. Right. No, you, you're definitely uh, out there, and uh, you spent quite an interesting life, right? Oh, you I would think a, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Us, so, Compared to others. Yeah. So <laughs> what movie was it again when your tongue stuck to the uh, pole again? The Christmas Story. Christmas oh, Story, okay. Man, do you remember that? Man, I do. Remember the boy? <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> My God. So you see, everybody knows Scotty by that. I guess that, you really don't miss the snow. No. <laughs> uh, was no. it really snowy when you made that movie? Uh, or was it like in a sound stage? It. No, no. Uh, uh, I didn't do any interiors at all. My stuff was outside. And, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but, I mean, the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. it's outside. We were in Cleveland, and it was just cold, but they had a lack of snow that year. So they actually had to just bring in, like, fake snow machines. Oh, really? Nice. But wow. then the scene where the infamous tug on the flagpole, right. that was shot in Canada, and that's real snow. Really? Yeah. How do you fake wow. a scene like that? Because I assume your tongue wasn't actually on the on the pole. <laughs> well, that wasn't the real snow, but uh, there was a, pla- a, a real pole that was there mm-hmm. in the schoolyard. And they put a piece of plastic over it and had painted it to make it look like a real metal pole. Yeah. They put a hole in it about the size of your pinky nail <laughs> and uh, with a little uh, tube that went into the snow into a motor, kind of like a small vacuum cleaner. Oh, just suction. Really? So and like a, a, whole, a whole contraption wow. just for that. Yeah. Wow. Cinema. I yeah, love it so right? much. <laughs> Movie magic. Oh, yes. But it does work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and about just about every year I get three to five calls from the Sun Times in Chicago, or the mm. Wisconsin, whatever, or the Milwaukee, whatever. You know, hey, this kid did this. You know, what really? do you think? I'm like, he's a schmuck. Yeah, <laughs> he's a schmuck. It, it works. You know, you want to save yourself pain. Just, you know, now uh, with automatic uh, ice machines, you don't have the the metal racks that we used to have to That's make true. ice. Yeah, yeah. But if you just took one one of them out and put your tongue on it, you get it's, stuck. You put, get even if your hands thing, a little right? wet, sometimes it'll stick. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, or I take a, a uh, take a spoon. And yeah. stick it in your freezer for an hour and then just put it on your tongue and you're right. done. And then you got to get hot water and get it off. Oh, yeah, I'd right? rather just not. Wow. Of course. <laughs> I'm sure there are people out there that are definitely like, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was doing an appearance last year, the year before last. I think it was last year in uh, 
just outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And kid and his two parents come up and they're like, hey, did you hear, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, a kid in, in West Illinois, he did this. And I said, yeah, you know, they happen to call me and whatever. And he's like, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> and I so just proud. At his, oh, he was totally just whatever. And I just looked at his parents. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. No, oh, no. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, tor- I tortured in, that kid. You've been in uh, several other films, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was in the, the toy with Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Right. Sweet one. I bought the black man. Yes, I did. I'm the only <laughs> one can say that. I can be as non PC as I want. It is what it is. What it is. Um, yeah, funny. Jackie Gleason played the rich guy. And wow, you know, so you were next to some big, big guys. I worked with a few people in my day. Robert yeah. Klein, um, Liza Minnelli. How you did know. you uh, get into acting and stuff? Was that you, something your parents wanted you to do and kind no, of support no. you? No, no. Uh, I was going to a film club, uh, which where they showed old movies. You know, movies mm-hmm. the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, whatever. And uh, with my dad and one of the guys that was another member. Uh, was shooting a, a commercial. He was producing a commercial and said, hey, you know, I've known you for a while. I think you'd be good at this. Oh, wow. A cute kid and everything. Exactly. Wow. Well, I thought so. <laughs> well, they did too. Yeah. Apparently, well, some they people did, yeah. The movies. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How was it working with Pryor? The best. Yeah, he was he great. Was, he was the best. Oh, man. That's nobody, what I always Nobody hoped. like him, you know, I, I don't think I've ever met. You know, he was somebody that uh, was willing to teach and willing to learn and I mean, listen. And yeah. I mean, he was very studious. People say, what was he like on the set? And I'm like, he sat there and he read books. And he underlined and he highlighted, you know. He was quiet, you know. Yeah. If, if you, but if you wound him up, then he went. Oh, yeah. Right. You yeah. know, otherwise, nah. That's awesome. People are different in real life from what they portray on stage, you yeah. know. And many yeah. people don't realize that we, like, equate the actor with, this, with the roles, you know. And... Uh, Sounds different. So I mean, there yeah. was there were two different Richards, and I know that. You know, there was the yeah. before he burned himself up, and there was the after. Right. And the how ad- old were you when you did the film with him? Uh, I was just turning fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, so yeah. you were a teenager. Already. Yeah. So I knew who he was. I knew who Gleason was, and Richard Donner, and Ray Stark, and everybody else. And wow. um, especially being somebody who was a film lover to begin with before I got in show business. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they uh, they were very open to. Answering questions, and I was mm-hmm. a, a very inquisitive kid. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to learn everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I got behind the camera, and I held the boom, and I played with the soundboard, and, you know, mm-hmm. they let me do all these things because they saw I wasn't the typical kid. Right. Yeah. Who just wanted to play. Nope, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just spitting all over everything. and. Yeah, no. No, I was the one that, sh- that was on time for my pickup, got over to the set, went and made my coffee, had a bagel, and got my makeup done by 7.30 in the morning. I was ready to go. Love right. those crafty tables. Love crafts. Oh, man. So, you see, he was doing so stuff good. when he was a kid that people will never get to do, and even in their adult life, uh, on the set and things like that. You get involved pretty early in your life in making well, movies. It, it, well, I mean, I had done, you know, over 100 commercials in New York. I did Broadway. I did Off-Broadway. I did all those things. Wow. And then I get to the movies, and then uh-huh. I shoot uh, four months with Gleason and Pryor and, and the rest of the gang. And uh, they gave me an education. You know, mm. Again, it was yeah. like, well, how come this or how come that? And right. they would answer my questions. It wasn't like, kid, we don't have time for you. No. <laughs> they were like, oh, you want to know? No problem. Here you go. Yeah. Um, cool. That's pretty cool. And uh, we shot that. You know, uh, We ended it uh, middle of the summer, and then I came out in August and did post-production, you know, voiceover work, stuff like that. 
And back then, no CGI, yeah. no special effects, nothing. no nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Right. So we had a December release date, you know, yeah. and uh, I started shooting another film in Arizona called Kidco for 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, nobody like monstrously famous in that. You yeah. Know? Um, there were some that are known but not crazy. Right. Um, and uh, our shooting schedule, oh, I'm sorry. Our shooting schedule was uh, 12 weeks. And we were going to get done like the 22nd of December. Mm. And uh, the producers were David Niven Jr. and Frankie Blondes. And they uh-huh. had 70, 80 years of experience between the two of them. And Ron Maxwell was a director. And he, had done, he did Gettysburg later on, but he had already done films and stuff. And uh, I'm like, hey, I, I, I got eight weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have ten weeks. I have eight weeks because the toy opens in the theaters in eight weeks, and I got to be out of here right, to go and to do promote. promo and whatever. And uh, I called the meeting. We had the table reading and the hellos, and everybody gets to sit down mm-hmm. and they had the table reading. And I'm like, I, I need to talk to you guys for a minute. So the cast left, everybody left, but the producer, the director, first AD, my dad, and me, whatever. And um, he's like, uh, okay, what's up? And then I said, yeah, I got to be done in ten weeks. I don't have twelve weeks. Yeah. You know, there was an expurlative thrown out. The F bomb yeah. was thrown out. It was get out of here. <laughs> so I went across the hallway. They had an arcade, and they kept mm-hmm. my dad sitting there. And they're like, "Listen," and they're like, "Listen, um, movies don't get made faster; they get made slower." We we got a chance to go over, not under. And my dad looked at him in in the most serious way, and he says, "Listen, my kid just did four months with Pryor and Gleason and Donner and Ray Stark." He's secretariat. He feels like he's Godzilla. <laughs> Just get on his back, and he will ride you to the finish line. Right. And they went back and forth. Oh, okay, so they call me back in. Now, of course, what are you going to do to a 14-year-old kid? Right. Okay, I'm going to call your bluff. <laughs> yeah. Call the bluff. Yeah. Call the bluff. <laughs> right. And they looked at me. And this was, a, uh, this was a Sunday night. We started shooting the next morning. And they're like, uh, okay, what do you want to do first? That is a question that... If you ask any 14-year-old, they're going to be like, well, I, I don't know. You know, we, we do this or whatever. You know? mm. And I said, well, really? I looked at the shooting schedule. I know there's stuff we can move on. If I talk to Alan for a while, we can do that. And they're like looking at me like, what? <laughs> what, what? You actually knew your shit. I knew my shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, okay. And, uh, you and the called fir- their bluff. <laughs> the first AD came from one side of the table to the other. He brings the shooting board, the shooting schedule board over. And they said, okay, goodbye. And it was about 9, 9.15. They all left. My dad left. It was just me and the first AD. We did redid half the shooting schedule. And we started the next morning. And I was working overtime every day. I was doing 12, 14-hour days, no, day after. No problem. Let's get really? this done. You know, Yeah. As a kid. I was 14 years old. Yeah. yeah and uh, I, can't, I was prepared every day. Let's go. I knew everybody's shit. It was like, we're going to get this thing done. And uh, believe it or not, we actually did wrap on December 10th, which was the day the toy opened in the theaters. And they had like a two-part wrap party. The first mm-hmm. part of it was they we finished on a set like 4.30, 5 o'clock. And uh, they go, okay, 7.15, everybody meets in front of the lobby. We're, we're, we're going somewhere. Uh-huh. And they had 10, you know, Dodge vans there. And they had bought four rows at a local movie theater. So the beginning of this was to go and see the opening night of the toy yeah. oh, in the wow. movie theaters. And yeah, they brought yeah, the cast yeah. and the crew and everybody went. Yeah. And then the next day we had a big barbecue and the big thing and whatever. And Sunday morning I was on a plane and I was home that day and let's go. Wow. Wow. So you made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. People say, oh, weren't you proud of Christmas story? I'm like, 
I worked seven days in six weeks. No, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my thing was Kidco because I just, right. I just did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. What was that film about, Kidco? Uh, it's a brother. It's based on a true story. It was uh -huh. in, in uh, near San Diego County. Uh, a brother and three sisters lived on their uh, lived with their parents in a. Uh, um, uh, they had a horse farm. Mm -hmm. And the and the brother came up with the idea of to take the poop and mix it with hanging oats and make fertilizer and sell it to the local businesses. Oh. And it was it's based on a true story and they did it and then of course they didn't have permits and they didn't have this so they ended up Those you pesky know, permits. Yes. The <laughs> so the so the law came in and you know they ended up having to pay a lot of fines and stuff but at the end of the day they actually became millionaires. Yeah. How about that? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. New business idea. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do you have any siblings or are you an old I have a younger child? brother. Oh, you do? Yeah, he's about just about nine years younger than I am. What oh, does he do? He's a pharmaceutical technician. Okay. I love to hear how, because I'm an actor as well, so I love when I meet other artists and I like to hear about what their siblings do as well. You know, it's always so different. It's very rare that you mm -hmm. hear of all the siblings being actors. Right. He He did a little bit of stuff as a kid. But that just that wasn't where his head was. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. you have to be in the game. Yeah, you yeah. really do. So, how did you get like over a hundred commercials? How does that work? I mean, audition, did you, did audition. audition. Mm. Did you have to have an agent too and everything? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I was with an agency in New York. They're still there, called Carson Adler. Mm. You know, they're they're still in Manhattan. I've heard of them. Uh, yeah, Nancy Carson. She's been there a long time. Her partner, Marion Adler, who I actually started with. Um, passed years ago. Mm. You know, God rest her soul. Great lady, and I still talk to Nancy. If yeah. I go, if I'm in Manhattan, I'll stop by and say hi and go to the office. So you grew up in New York? Yeah, I grew up in Manhattan, oh. and uh, again, <laughs> nah. See, I loved it. <laughs> I loved Manhattan. Yeah, people There's love it or hate it. Well, oh, but no. back then it was different. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, it wasn't as well. I don't know. I remember times when New York was pretty, pretty. CD, CD place. Oh yeah, over there in the se late seventies, early eighties, you couldn't right. get much more CD than what it was. Right, you know? and you could see it in the movies too. You know. Oh like, yeah, so gritty. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get you get off the. Well, I mean, when I was taking the bus in, but a lot of times we drove in. But I mean, you come out of the Port Authority or out of the Lincoln Tunnel, and you'd go in by Forty Second Street and Eighth Avenue. Exactly. You know, and yeah, so sketch. Yeah, they're, and they're show world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Even ten years ago, the neighborhood I lived in for six years was like a no go zone, big really? time. Yeah, for sure. Wow. For sure. You know, they just changed it up. But I loved Manhattan. You know, yeah. there was nothing like going to an audition and grabbing a dirty water dog and a Pepsi or a YooHoo and a Knish and Lucky Let's oh, Go. Oh, man. No one, I'm from Philly originally, like right out. Well, you know, mm -hmm. we discussed this. And uh, whenever I say dirty water hot dog, no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what you mean. Of yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. Sabret dirty water dog. Come on. Oh, yeah, know. for sure. For the people that are listening that don't know what a dirty water dog is, basically on the corner they have a stand and they have the, the, the buckets with the different hot dogs or sausages or whatever. And they just, yeah. it's uh -huh. water. And the water's but, always but very murky. Always very murky. <laughs> so murky. Well, but that's fun when they have those uh, street carts and things like that oh, yeah. where you can get food. <sighs> Here we don't have that. You know, maybe yeah. downtown. Of the Claire's. Philly soft pretzels. Not People them. don't yeah. know about them. <laughs> They're so good. There's a spot you can go to at four in the morning in Philly. They do all the uh, soft pretzels for all the vendors in the whole city, at the ballparks and everything. Um, you show up like a couple drinks. You're like, let's get pretzels. <laughs> you show up, they grab this 
wax paper over their hands and they just catch it off the conveyor belt and they're like steaming hot and they have like six different dipping sauces wow yeah you just stand on the cold corner eating hot (laughs) soft pretzels with like cheese dip or something i know man (laughs) they got all these trucks i was more of a a spicy mustard on the pretzel give me a little little bit of salt give me a little mustard mustard. but the knishes the potato knishes yeah the, I mean, California. You're making me hungry now. I know, <laughs> same. But out here, they're like they're like a bubble. They're kind of like like a tennis ball size. And it's uh-huh. like, no. Gabila knishes that they sell in New York are flat. Right. They're probably around, you know, like three by three or something like that. I've never mm-hmm. had a flat one. Yeah, Gabila Knish. And there's a flat one in the Mississippi. Really? I've only had the ball ones. Oh, no. God, no. Gabila knishes. But they, they, what they did was, is you tell them, okay, I want it with mustard, you know, with spicy mustard. Sure. And they would take it and they would just cut the middle. And then they would take the roller with the mustard and just stick it right in the middle of it. So you had all the mustard on the inside. Mm. Oh, Sounds my like a God. mustard potato a sandwich. A mustard potato sandwich. Absolutely. Sign me up. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. I mean, you know, that's one thing about food here. Everything is fancy and all that. Artsy, but, fartsy, crappy. Uh, right, crappy. which is okay sometimes, and, you know, but... You know, when you want just like finger food and stuff like that, you know, it's like there's nothing like, but it's like getting pe- it on the street. Listen, you can go almost anywhere in New York, New Jersey, Philly, and get a really good slice of pizza. Oh, my gosh. Almost anywhere. anywhere. Out here, everyone eats Domino's and Little Caesars. I'm like, what is this garbage? <laughs> there's only two places. Everyone's you, like, it's so good. I'm like, got, no. You got Mulberry Street. Yeah. Mulberry Street pizza out here is great. And then uh, up in the vicinity of where I live in Simi Valley... There's East Coast Pizza Company, mm. and he's from PA, and he makes a New York style and it's pizza. legit. And it's pretty damn good. Okay, really, I'll have All to right. try it out. That's fair East enough. Coast My pizza. kids right live there, so yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I've never oh, man. seen that one. My first acting gig when I got to LA was an ex- was some extra work, um, and when we took our break for lunch, the guy takes all of us out to the the street. It was at a what was it Universal Studio, and he throws four boxes of Little Caesars pizza on the hood of his car. <laughs> There's no drinks, nothing. Oh. And everyone's just like, it's like a bunch of girls because they just hired like a bunch of women as like audience extras. <laughs> and we're just like standing there. Everyone's like eating Little Caesars, like with no water, nothing to drink, just standing on the street wow. eating pizza. So this guy's Mini Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Here, here you can get pizza at some Italian, uh, like mom and pop Italian places. I would trust that. Some of them are good, but New York style, there's not that many. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. the dollar pizza places in New York, mm. those late night spots that. Thick, that very thin, crispy, piping yeah, hot. Yeah. Like, you know pizza's good when it, the moment the cheese hits the roof of your oh, yeah. mouth, it burns it. Yeah, yeah. Right. recovering for a day or two. That's how you're supposed to eat it. Yeah. Some people will eat cold pizza in the morning. I'm like, are you crazy? Really, you know? I think that's good, too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Extra cheese, cold in the morning, <laughs> right out of the fridge. You gotta eat one cold while you wait for the other one to heat in the toaster oven. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I could never do that. But really? I, it's gotta be piping hot for me. Uh, oh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of diversity of food here, but uh, but New York is is different. You know, I mean, everything is like out in the streets. You know, you yeah. don't have to go and make reservations and sit down and you know and and, and there's a lot of that too, though. Wolfgang Puck uh, cooking for you and all oh, that God. stuff. You know, 
Wolfgang Puck's everywhere out here. Yeah. Everywhere at Gelson's, at his own restaurants. It's like Manhattan or Manhattan? Zero. Mm-hmm. I know. There's a lot of bougie cuisine in Manhattan, though, for sure. Yeah. Lots of it. But also a lot of street meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about, like, sushi? Is that pretty popular in New York? Oh, yeah. It it's is, popular right? popular kind of everywhere. Yeah. It, 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 it didn't start that. there. It started on the West Coast. And right. It just made its way across. Exactly. Because yeah. here, everybody eats sushi. I mean, there's, like, two restaurants in every block. Mm-hmm. of sushi i'm not that crazy about it but sometimes when when friends go i just go with them but i won't go out of I'm my a, way i'm a them. basic sushi guy yeah I exactly salmon shrimp and i'll get the right, beef teriyaki the whatever something. they got yeah exactly i go for the dumplings yeah dumplings, dumplings are, are good oh, yeah. yeah definitely but that's not sushi <laughs> i know sushi's good but there's nothing like some dumplings <laughs> yeah some people are heavy duty with the sashimi which is the really pieces of fish and stuff like that and well it's no uh, rice if you just get yeah. that you, it comes with no rice so right, it's basically exactly. no calories and everybody's worried about their weight right and but, intake and but all i can't that. imagine what the texture would be like you it know i don't want to try it i've had eel before and uh-huh. eel feels like a tongue. Yeah? It's kind of gross. <laughs> it's like good, but gross. You ever eat something where you're like, this is kind of gross, oh, but yeah. it's also kind of enjoyable? Yeah. I've had buffalo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, up in Alaska, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I had gator in Florida. I had gator nuggets, and the, the taste was good. The texture was good. They were, you know, fried little nuggets, but there was just something about it that was a little yeah gross. Yeah. Yeah. The, the same with like octopus, right? It's like rubbery oh, and stuff so, like it's that. Like chewing rubber bands. I know. I it's never like got I would into never, it. I would never eat that. I know? wouldn't even try it. Yeah. People love it. I know. Love it so much. God bless. Like, Enjoy like calamari it, yeah. and stuff. It looks delicious. It smells great too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it looks good, but I'm not going to yeah. bite into it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. chewing it. <laughs> I know. Did you? Uh, I mean, we're all Jewish in the in the room, right? Yeah, pretty much. Wow, how about that? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of Jews in LA, like in New York. Oh yeah, we've taken over nice. pretty much. But Scotty, did you um, did you have to observe kosher and stuff in your family early on? No, no, no uh, my family was pretty always secular. Yeah, very conservative, right. reserved. You know. So, so did you? Um, I mean, did you eat any kind of like shellfish and things like? Oh, that? Oh hell yeah! Up? Oh, my parents went to the Chinese place and we had really? you know shrimp with lobster sauce and oh, yeah. barbecue yeah. roast pork fried rice and yeah. you get ribs and oh yeah yeah same. Being part. an American Jew is different, you know. In Israel, you don't eat that shit when you grow up. Only when I came here, I started loving bacon and shrimp and stuff like that. But we're sorry. Still, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> but there are still things uh, that I did not eat as a kid that I can bring myself to eat, like lobster and ah, it's magnificent. I know, you know. But uh, like oysters, I can't have that. You know, clams, all that. It, it just looks gross to me. You know, well, oysters on a half shell, they really do look gross. Whereas yeah. lobster does not. You get a lobster. Right. You get a lobster tail and. It does not look gross at all. Really? Oh, yeah. There are these videos online of these, um, I think it's called mukbang. These girls get these giant tables of food, like massive amounts of food. And this one girl got a 15-pound lobster, and the claw was the size of a softball. Whoa. And she's just dipping it in this like bucket of sauce and just eating it. And you just watch <laughs> them kill these like whole piles of food. It's insane, Whoa. yeah. I know, it's I so know. Insane. But the people that eat like... Uh, Recently killed lobster and stuff. I mean, and the crabs and stuff. You know, when you come in and they're alive, 
Come on. <laughs> and I, I, I can't do that. I just get a lobster tail. I mean, it's the, all the same. The yeah, you're going to kill I mean, it and eat it. You're going to kill it and eat yeah. it. Yeah. I know, but to have to be right there and see it alive a few minutes before that, I don't know, man. I just can't. Yeah, poor Bob. He just just the bringing water. it more to your attention. Right. You exactly. know, people don't want to see. People like to turn their, their, their eye to the cruelty. Exactly. Not to see yeah. the animal being it's, prepared for them. I, I was at uh, one of the other guys from A Christmas Story got married in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. And they brought out the entire pig, really oh, yeah. alive? No, 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 no. It was oh, okay. already, you know, it was in the, the it was in the uh, the broiler, the toaster, whatever you want to call oh, it, yeah. the grill. And I mean, you know, and they just they cut a piece of thing and they lift it up and they're like, okay, you just, you know, we've cut the ribs and you just take it. And I'm like, somebody else go get me some ribs. I'm not doing it. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I can see the poor bastard just laying there. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all right. You know? <laughs> I go to the, the Chinese truth, place. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just go to the Chinese place and go eat it that way. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I used to work at a burger joint that was inside of a butcher shop and people would hate to see the raw meat in the case. And I'm like, it's just the reality of what you're eating, man. Right. Like you, you have to know. I feel like so many people wouldn't be able to kill their own food and eat it. No, right. pe- no. but people know what steak looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. People know what beef looks like. They go oh, to yeah. every grocery store. There it is. It's uncooked. Right. It's in the you know. It's in the shelf. Yeah. It's right. on. The, it's on the thing there in the, in the case. And it's like, okay, what do you want? Right. You want salmon? Great. There's a piece of salmon. It's uncooked. It's just yeah. sliced up and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why you throw it on the grill. That's why you throw it in a barbecue. Okay. You you, you cook it. Totally. Mm. Yeah. But you're not into any of that. No, you're, not anymore. Yeah. I used to I used to be. Yeah. I used to be a big time eater. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Do you feel better like physically when you yeah. don't eat meat? Totally. Really? Oh yeah. It was a game changer for me. The first time I um stopped eating meat and dairy, I did it for two weeks. A friend of mine was a Greek Orthodox and she's like, My mom's making me give up everything for Lent, do it with me and I was like, Okay. <laughs> um I felt fantastic. I didn't have any like I have asthma, so I didn't have any asthma problems that week. I had full blown teenage acne that completely went away. Like wow, it was life changing in two yeah. weeks. And then I would start so eating meat sold, again huh? and feel crappy. And then I would go vegan for a month and then eat meat again and feel crappy. And then I was like, I think yeah. it's just better to just do it. And it's yeah. been almost twelve years. Wow, yeah. I think it, it's. I think it's just to each individual person. Exactly. What kind of thing you develop for yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. Most people love meat. I know I do in many forms and stuff. Yeah, meat's delicious. Yeah, it is, you know, but... uh, So nothing, no chicken, no nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Zero. Very good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. God bless. Yes, I do. (laughs) I sure do. Well, I sure eat a lot more vegetables and and fruit now because... uh, did you know I had a stroke? Like, uh, did you see it on Facebook? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, and back in October, beginning of October, I had a stroke. And I almost died. And ever since then, they said, you know, you got to change your diet and stuff. And one of the things is eat less red meat, uh, maybe more chicken and turkey instead. So, But I'm eating a lot of, uh, a lot of salads, a lot of, uh, you know, vegetables that I didn't eat many before are you sure that that was why well that's one of the things i mean you know because because a stroke is like a blood clot in, in oh, your but it gets artery. caused by something well by a lot of things i mean i stopped smoking cigarettes too because they said if you keep doing that you'll be right back here uh do they know all your do they know all the hosts on all your shows if they knew who you had to deal with no wonder you had a stroke <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that's good <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have to change your lifestyle, and I decided I would, you know, and I do feel better, you know. I mean, I'm I'm still eating meat and everything, but I think it's cool 
to eat uh, vegetables and fruit. You know, oh, yeah. I love it. You know, I now veg- I get I eat vegetables and fruit. Yeah, you know, I mean, now I get and cravings. Steak, what do I care? Exactly. But I get cravings now for salads and, you know, olive oil and all that stuff. Yeah, know? the more I, you eat, the more you want to eat it. Yeah. I, try sure. to go to, I try to go to Soup Plantation like once a week. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, they have uh, salads. Really? There, like yeah. a salad bar. I just moved here. I don't know where oh, anything that's is. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to get for the tour. Yeah. yeah. Soup Plantation is basically an all-you-can-eat uh, salad bar. Salad bar. Okay. They, they have, have soups. Soup, yeah. I love yeah. soup. All different kinds of I soups. I feel like it's a Jewish thing to really be into soups. Every, right. Everyone I know who's Jewish like loves soup. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they have like seven <laughs> different good. kinds of soup and chili, which you won't eat because it's got meat in it. It's okay. Um, right. but, but then but they have uh, some, you know, pasta and they have... Um, and a huge uh, salad bar, you know. Oh, oh you can eat salad? 60 feet. 60 yeah. feet long Game full of on. salad. Yeah. Game on. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. I go there once a week. Really, it's absolutely. Good. Yeah, You're yeah. piling on, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's healthy. It's it like is. okay. Yeah, it's a guilt-free buffet. Yeah, there's a place back in Jersey um, on Route 70. I don't know if you're. Yeah, 70. you know. Do you know um, what's it called? Sushi Kingdom. It's incredible. It's like, you, it's like a sit-down restaurant, but they give you a paper, but it's all you can eat for twenty bucks. Yeah, you can just go ham on sushi and dumplings and teriyaki and. Oh, Everything, wow. yeah, it's so incredible. You all you want. Oh yeah, I used they to go. They got one on Ventura Boulevard, you know. Really, a Sushi Kingdom? No, but they have the all-you-can-eat sushi stuff. I'm so there. I'm so there. It's right at just. Uh, oh God, is it above Winneka, below Winneka, Ventura? I gotta remember. There's so it's, many it's of them. South. It's uh, uh, it would be east of Winneka. Okay. okay. And hills, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it out there. Yeah, I lived there for a while. It's so chill. Yeah, love it. Well, Simi Valley is cool though, right? I mean, you it's live quiet. there. It's quiet, right? Yeah, yeah it's quiet. That's it's pretty like. much redneck country, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. What I notice is uh, when well, I go wait, with my wait, kids. Wait, when you say redneck country, what, that means I mean like, a lot of whites. <laughs> you can say that, <laughs> but there's an Indian couple that live across the street from me. There's a black couple, a black well, family course, lives on the course. right of me. There's a Latino family two houses down to the left of me. So, right. yeah, you know, no, it's no, very no. diverse for, right. you know, what they say is, you know, the, the white country, but it's not. Yeah. Well, okay, tell me, well, do you miss um, um, do you miss the noise after living and growing up in Manhattan? Do you miss that noise factor at no. nighttime and stuff? No. no. Nice. But no. you've lived me here long I, enough, right? I mean, yeah, more. I mean, I've been here over 30 years. Move? Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, was that the family wanted to move or Mm-mm. did you move by yourself? Oh no! I moved by myself. Did you really? Oh yeah. And you wanted I, to I, be what? I, I said I had enough. I had enough of the snow and the cold and the rain, the sleet and the hail and the ice. Get me the hell out of here! And yeah. I go. How old were you at the time? Six months after high school. Really? Absolutely. Wow. I knew where I knew where I was going to get me out of here. I got to go to the sun. Yeah. Right. I and know. Right. Had you been here before? Like, did you know I, what you were moving to? Uh, I knew I was moving to a warm climate. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I came out and. But you hadn't been to L.A. before? Yeah, I had. You had, so you knew what it was like. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you beautiful. don't know about the traffic and the, ins- and the insanity and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's you no know. joke. Right. Going six miles an hour on the 101, you're just like, oh, I God. know. And today was amazingly busy coming from Tarzana. I mean, my God, you know, it took me over half an hour. Usually it takes about 25 minutes or so. Yeah. And but then uh, uh, what's nice is when I leave the house, the uh, the GPS tells me, for example, 30 minutes and then it adjusts itself during 
on on my trip and then it makes it 21 minutes so it's always something good to look forward to like how much yeah. how much earlier am I gonna get than than the GPS thinks in the beginning it's the worst when uh, it tells you there's more time like there's a another seven minute delay there's another nine minute delay and before yeah. you know it you're in the car for an hour instead I of know minutes. I know so for me it's like the other way around so it's kind of like rewarding but still, I thought I was going to get here at 9.45. I started freaking out. You know, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I looked at LA Sig Alert. I saw there was some traffic on the 405. I took the 118. I took Sepulveda down. Went over, made it went over on, uh, what did I go over on? Sherman Way. Yeah. I came down to Woodman. Okay, I know where I'm going. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, you know. Didn't take the 405 or anything. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a crazy freeway learn, to get on. The streets. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. I, I, came, mean, I got here today without a GPS. For the first time, I was like, nice, yeah. yeah. It's so exciting. I know. It's not like you needed to take uh, to tell you which way to go, but just how long it's going to take you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so LA I, is I use it all the time, even though I know where I'm going, but you want to know how long it'll take you to get there. L.A. Is, is pretty easy once you get, you know, accustomed to what is going on. It's a box. Right. Northeast, yeah. southwest, where is the sun? You find <laughs> yeah. the sun... You should be able to know, okay, even though I don't know what street I'm I'm on, I'm going whatever, I'm going in the direction I need to go. Right, right. You know? And I've done that many, <laughs> many times. I mean, I know all the streets. But, right, but New but York is even learn. easier. It's a box. Yeah. It's just, it's just a box. New York is crisscross, so you know exactly. Oh, New York is so going. easy. Yeah. What street am I on? 48th. What's the next street? 47th. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, yeah. I'm at 8th Avenue. Okay, what's coming up? Broadway, it's yeah. you know seven. Exactly, Broadway. so that's what I mean. But here, not in the village. Like, though. Village no. can get pretty, pretty. Uh, wild. Yeah, once you get below like West Fourth area, it's oh. like Canal Street area. There's no rhyme or reason to anything, though. I know Canal's great. Canal yeah. and Mott. I go down to um, mm. uh, uh, Wohop, the Chinese place on okay. on Mott Street. And then if you go, but if you go left, it's Little Italy. Okay, yeah, but, I've only been to Little Italy. I think once or twice. Yeah. But there's a spot in Chinatown where you can get a hundred dumplings for ten bucks. She loves them dumplings. Yeah, in a hundred of them. Yeah, in a big. Oh, bag. so you take it home? And mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, Just I'll dump take them all it. in a pot. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know Canal is pretty, uh, pretty crazy. You know, oh, I remember yeah. people trying to get me to buy. Uh, all this fake fake merchandise and stuff. They grab really, you off the fake? street. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they grab you off the street. They're like, here, like, get come this. In, come in. Right. I want to show you They're something. still there, by the way. Mostly yeah, they foreigners, are. right? Like Asians and things like that, no? Asian. All, all yeah, people. That's, that's who, uh, all people. Yeah. yeah. And they take you into a building and they're like, here, there's, there's all these clothes and and purses and you know mm. Louis Vuitton the watches and, and the whole thing yeah. but in the front of all their places they all have the same thing the t-shirts right. that say I love New York right. yeah. every one of them says I love New York and then you just gotta go in to figure out what the different things that they have oh, yeah exactly not to mention all the keychains <laughs> <laughs> the bottle heads oh yeah the plates yeah. the statues mm. yeah our craziest place here is Venice Beach, you know. I mean, it's not, you can't even comp- start to compare how crazy uh, Canal is compared to yeah, Venice no. Beach. But, you know, we got some stuff. Have you been to Venice Beach? I have. Yeah. I have. It's pretty it, entertaining. It's exactly right? like it is in the movies. Like, there's yeah, girls right? in bikinis rollerblading, and <laughs> everyone's just, it's very More 80s. Now. More yeah. homeless now than there was before. Right. Yeah. A lot of sage being burned, and yeah. weed, weed, and, and <laughs> drum circles. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the one thing nowadays that you know. I mean, again, the personal preference, you know. Right. Did I smoke pot as a kid? Yeah. Have I done it like the last twenty five years? No. Yeah. It just I don't need to walk around and smell it. Right. You know. And now you know that it's legalized and whatever. Right. You go into you hotels and in the, right? in the in the hallways in hotels, really? you smell it or in the, wow. oh yeah. I think in, it in, smells so good. Yeah. If you like it, it smells good. Yeah. yeah. Just, but you're right. I mean, if you don't smoke, it's like I can see how it can be a nuisance. They should have smoking place. floors in hotels. Well, either that or, you know, or, yeah. or have places where tourists can go and actually sit down like in a coffee shop or something like yeah. in, in Amsterdam and actually sit and smoke. It's coming. Don't but worry. There's a new yeah, cafe here. I heard that there's yeah. one, right? They just opened it. Yeah. I, I want to try. Go check it out. One yeah. is two is four is eight. It's the Christmas tree. Well, let's hope, you know. I mean, but the thing is, is that you go to many places and it's legal, but there's nowhere where you can smoke it. Like, I went to um, to Oregon, and I had to walk on the street and just smoke while I'm walking outside the hotel. That's what I did in Amsterdam. Yeah? Yeah. But Amsterdam, you can actually go into coffee shops and stuff or oh, yeah. sit outside in, in the coffee in the coffee shop and, you know, in the sun when there is sun. I know. I loved Amsterdam. Cause, Fantastic. Yeah, you know, and way back when it was not even... Uh, legal here or anything, you know, you'd go there and you just like buy this, buy that mm. buy from a menu. Freedom. Yeah, and today we have that here, you know. I went with all sober people because I was visiting <laughs> France, so the people I drove there with, everyone was sober. Uh-huh. And uh, so I was the only one smoking in the back. I was like, you guys go ahead. And I ended up smoking this giant because I found these rolling papers that were probably like six, <laughs> yeah, seven right? inches long. <laughs> and I rolled the whole thing and I'm just like, completely lit and we're walking through the red light district and i'm just like uh-huh. what's going on right. right now you know i know it's fun to to get high in uh, in amsterdam at school you go to the museums and everything and you're oh, like yeah. totally fucked up and they're driving back to france and we uh-huh. got stopped by border patrol and they're yelling at us in French, and I don't know any French, um, but the people I were with obviously knew French, and the guy who was driving with us, he was super, he's like a fantastic person, but he just looks shady, right. and um, they ended up stripping our car, and I'm so lit at the time, like kind of paranoid, I'm just like, uh, they and like- you had weed on you too? I did. Oh, fuck. I did, yeah. <laughs> so I had, it, I had it just clenched in my hand in my pocket, and they pull us all out of the car and they start stripping the whole car and everything, like wow. taking all of our stuff out of the trunk. I was, Jeez. it was definitely a, not a good moment to be stoned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, I would never, I would never take it to a foreign country. How people do it, I, I have no idea. You know, people taking like drugs to another country and shit and getting, uh, getting I know busted. How they do it. But they get busted, you know? I yeah, mean, it's true. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. She, she's probably too young. And that's not an insult at all. And what I'm no. going to say, to see Midnight Express. I was just going to bring watch, it up. If you've watched Midnight Express, the last thing you really ever want to do is take drugs into a foreign right. country. And you know that we had Billy Hayes here on the show. I got a picture of him outside. I'll show it to you. But uh, that was a movie where this guy was trying to uh, smuggle hash out of Turkey. That was like in the 70s. Mm. Mm-hmm. And got caught. And he was doing it several times, but then he got caught one time because they had like a bomb scare. So they started searching people uh, and they found this hash all uh, wrapped around his body. Re- yeah, around his waist, yeah. Exactly. And oh, no. uh, he was sitting in some fucking mean jails, let me tell oh, you, yeah. man. It's like. Oh, they beat his ass something fierce. That's why you, they throw away the key, you know, and he just like. And he managed to escape, man. Mm-hmm. He kills. I gotta watch he, that. Ended up, he ended up killing his jailer, the yeah. guy that really just 
beat him to a pulp. He ended up killing him. Good for him. And mm-hmm. he took his clothes and basically just walked out of the prison wearing the other guy's clothes, praying nobody would recognize him, kept his head that's down incredible. and walked out, right. and then just started running. He ran to the embassy. Yeah, and that's real. That's incredible. You know, it's real. It happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. Go for it, man. There was Who was in that movie? I think it was a Claire Danes movie. She was in, I don't even remember. But okay. yeah, her and her, <laughs> her, and her friend a were story. traveling and they got um, like captured and put in a, in a prison in another country and no one uh-huh. knew about it. And they were fighting for years and years and years to get out. Wow. And one of them ended up getting out where I think they allowed one of them to go and she volunteered to stay so her, I think it was her friend or sister could get out. Wow. And it took them years to to get her out of that prison. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. I won't do anything illegal here, let alone in another country. You know. Oh, for sure. People are fucking crazy. You know. I mean, this this Israeli girl was caught in uh, Russia last month with drugs, and it's like, who does that? Yeah. Who does that? Why would you go into Russia? I mean, I'm not even going to Russia without fucking drugs. Yeah. The, you know, if I don't have to go to Russia, I'm never going to Russia. It's no joke over there. Exactly. You know, who wants to fuck with that, you know? And all, all these places that are like uh, not Western countries, you know? I don't, you won't catch me there. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I you never know what what is illegal, what's legal, you mm, know. And, I wouldn't care one way or the other. I right. don't need to go there. Exactly. You know, I want to see, uh, you know, whatever it is, the historic building of whatever. Google. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> that Thank is you. an option you know. nowadays. I know. Yeah, I mean, I you know, know. I, mean, I understand people want to travel. and they, right. Great. Yeah. Okay, go to at least countries that are, westernized and, right. you know it's like you know geez you know i've always had an inkering to go to north korea you right know, I exactly just gotta go there. Yeah, come on exactly you know like to uh, lebanon or something or uh oh there you, you go know, yeah that's a good place to be you know right? i gotta go see that statue yeah. of Gaddafi. i gotta go or there. iran or gotta something see <laughs> <laughs> gotta people like to see it all you know people want to <laughs> see what's not what's completely opposite of how we're living here right, you right. Know? great go to venezuela yeah, have a good yeah. time yeah, that's yeah. true. Have a blast. Like the guest we had yesterday, she traveled Southeast Asia and stuff. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even go there, you know? I mean, it's it's too much too much for me, you know? My brother lives in China. I'm like, you won't catch me dead going to China. I mean, fuck it. You've you never know? visited him? No. No? No. <laughs> he told me I wouldn't like it. It's too crowded and it's smelly and... Oh, it's, sounds uh, like New York. Yeah, polluted and stuff, so... And I, for I, me, I, it's I'm like, just like... Yeah, and for me, it's just like, he says, no, you don't feel like a lack of freedom. I'm like, you don't fucking even have Facebook. What are you talking about? You can't have Facebook. You can't have Google there. You can't have any of this thing. Really? Yeah. It's a communist country. It oh, is. They right. don't want you to know anything. Nothing. That's the whole point. So what is he doing right. over there? For work? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's working. He works for... Uh, I don't know what he does anymore. I mean, he used, he used to work in business development for an uh, American college, like to bring students to go to school there and stuff. I think now he does different things, but yeah, I'm hoping he moves out of there soon. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah, who wants to go to China? But yeah, we're thinking in the same way, you know. I mean, let me go to Europe. I'm happy, you know. That's fair. Canada. I, I don't even have yeah. an inkling really to go to to Europe. Really, yeah. There's too much shit that goes on there at any given time. There is, you know. You know? And, I mean, we like have Mex- our shit too, though. Or like Mexico, you know. Yeah, but come on. We have it's, little tidbits of it. But you got London every other day. There's something going on there. 
there's a yeah. bomb in this you know mall or in this store and it's been going on for how many hundred hundred and fifty years? And now, yeah. and like now in Sweden, they have like uh, terrorists and violence. I like as we speak. So you I know, have, in the I quietest countries in the world, uh-huh. you know, I have friends in Sweden. Yeah, and they won't admit to any of it. I said, no. I saw it on the BBC. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What, what BBC. do you What do you mean this hasn't gone on there? <laughs> what do you mean this isn't happening? Oh no, it's all yeah. Okay, it's sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. it's you not know. sunshine and rainbows anywhere. Yeah, yeah, but it's still it's at least they're westernized. You know, I mean, hotels are pretty much what you'd expect them here to be. Sandals, beaches, like Ritz Carlton, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Hilton, <laughs> food, the usuals. Know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I won't even go to Mexico anymore. Forget about that. You know, there's too I mean, much crime going on. I like there. to visit the Tehran Hyatt. I yeah, mean, right. I've got to go to that location. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And people love India. You know, I'm like, why would you go there? You know, it's it's like it's it's huge. It's crowded. It's it's I don't know. I don't know. Some people like adventures. You know, yeah. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, go there. Go to Africa. Go yeah. on an adventure. Go to Africa. Yeah, you won't so, see a human being for three hundred miles out in the middle of the desert. You'll right. see. Well, it depends where in Africa. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the most I went to South Africa. I actually lived there for a year in South Africa, but it's different. It's not like if you go to Zimbabwe or something, or you know, one of Uganda or or Kenya and all that. It's different. You know, it's more westernized too mm. in South Africa. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, so even in Africa, there's places that are not safe. What's the food like out there? Uh, I don't remember really. <laughs> it was pretty good, you know. I mean, they have a lot of uh, British influence there, okay. So you get a lot of that, but there's a lot of uh, uh, of uh, their own stuff there, you know, like uh, beef jerky. They have they make it like in a in a really neat way. Um, what else do they have there? I don't know. I don't remember the food being so much different. They don't have bagels and cream cheese. Okay? Yeah, no That's bagels and schmear. Well, but they do bagels have it. They, they have, they call the Jews their kugels, you know, and they have kugels. a lot of them. Yeah. They have a lot of them there. Kugels? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Kugel is like some kind of pastry, isn't it? Or it's something. like the noodle, like a noodle kugel. It's like oh, noodles okay. mixed with uh, egg, butter, sugar, and cinnamon, and you oh, mix okay. it all up, put it in a, like a baking pan, and then bake it. And it solidifies, so you can cut it. Oh, I never and had eat it that. in pieces. It's delicious. I, really? Yeah, I it's kind of better raw that. than it is cooked. Yeah. What yeah. kind of a Jew am I? <laughs> never had Google before. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Rugelach. You know. Oh yeah. man, there was a, a pastry shop in Washington Heights that did amazing rugelach. Oh, yeah. So good. Their chocolate rugelach was like. You notice how much we talk about food today. I know. <laughs> I guess we're hungry. Us? We must be, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, ever since I stopped smoking, I'm hungry all the fucking time. Man. That's what they say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I chew gum, I get hungry. What the hell? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm telling Definitely. you, I don't know what's going on. A lot of things on. we do when we get hungry. It's just that, you know. Yeah, that's you true. Smoke, you smoke and then you get hungry, I'm sure. Yeah, or yeah. I'm hungry and then I smoke and then I'm hungrier. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the worst is Depends being hungry and going grocery is. shopping. Yeah, that's true. You it's buy like, half the store. Right? Yeah, it's an extra like 50, 100 bucks on your grocery Easily. store bill. And yeah. Yeah. But do you make it out of the store without eating anything? <laughs> no, never. I definitely get something to munch on. Exactly. <laughs> definitely. You grab a bag of whatever and you're walking around the store eating it. And then mm-hmm. they kind of look at it. No, I'll pay for the bag. I just am hungry right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I used to get so embarrassed when I was a kid and my mom would do that. I'd be like, don't open the 
bag. I'm like, you didn't pay. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, mom, and now do that. You're doing the same thing. And now exactly. I do the same thing. We really become our parents sometimes. We do. We do. <laughs> well, Scotty Schwartz, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks man. for coming. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. yeah. How, how can people find you? Social media? Are you on there uh, at all? I really don't. Don't give a uh, shit. Nah, I, I do. I have my own Facebook, but it's really just more for family, okay. friends. I have a few fans. So don't look for the guy. Bad. He'll find you. But it depends on where you are. I'll be in, um, where am I going to be? I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky in a couple of weeks at the Kentucky yeah, you go Holiday to like, Festival. Uh, you go to what, like comic book conventions and things I like that, too? I do all kinds too? of cons. That, yeah, you, know, you do a lot of cons. Holiday cons. I got the Kentucky Holiday Con in, in Lexington uh-huh. uh, in two weeks. Um, and then after that, I'm at a thing called The Philly Show, mm. King of Prussia. Nice. I'm there for a couple of days, and then I'm out in York, Pennsylvania at a mall. You know, I've never been to King of Prussia. Nice town. Yeah. It's really nice. I hear it's awesome, yeah. yeah. Really? Really. It's this, like, huge mall back kind of where we're from. But it's, yeah. the area is just extremely beautiful. Really? It's just a really, really oh, wow. nice area. I need to travel more on the East Coast, you know? It's great <sighs> because you can go to a lot of places in a much shorter amount of time than here. Right, exactly. You know, They're it's all, all close. close. Yeah, like I, Philly yeah. is only two hours from New York versus yeah. you could just sit in traffic here for two hours. Exactly. Until you get out miles. of town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You leave Encino, and two hours later, you're at the 118 and the 405. Exactly. Going, Shit, man, Vegas yeah, is four, four hours away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> four more to San Diego. Definitely. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, Scotty, thank you so much. You have an open yeah. invitation. You know that. Thanks for uh, uh, inviting yourself to the show. We love to have I just said I wanted to come and bullshit, <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm on the show. Enough. It's like, Perfect. okay, fine. That's how you do it. Uh, that's how you, you do it. You've got to tell people what you want. you got to promote yourself. There, there you, you go. go. Thanks for coming. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. As always, thanks, All right. everybody. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you. You're listening to Sam in the Morning, only on LA Talk Radio.